Welcome to Camping Out, a podcast about interesting people, stories, adventures, and their impact in the world, usually through the lens of outdoor adventure. I'm Dan Camp, and this evening we have an epic fireside conversation with Bobby Bauer from the Rocky Mountain Rafts team. Rocky Mountain Rafts has been around since 2011 with the goal to build commercial-grade whitewater rafts at a price that weekend boaters and river guides can actually afford. You will notice that at the beginning of this episode, I forgot to ask Bobby his preferred fireside beverage. This is because we just got done laughing that all of the fishing guides had actually taken the fat tire from the fridge and left him only with Coors Light. Yes, of course, the mountains were blue. Now, speaking of preferred fireside beverages, now would be a great time to go ahead and grab one for yourself, pull up a chair to the fire, and get ready to listen to Bobby Bauer from Team Rocky Mountain Rafts. Welcome to Camping Out. I'm Dan Camp, and tonight I get the opportunity to have a fireside chat with the true Whitewater OG and general manager of the most badass rafting company on the river, Rocky Mountain Rafts. Born and raised in the New River Gorge, Bobby has been guiding rafts for over 30 years. His experience and love for wild places has guided his adoration to those who he bumps elbows with everywhere across the outdoor spectrum. Rocky Mountain Rafts has been around since 2011 with the goal to build commercial grade whitewater rafts at a price that weekend boaters and river guides can actually afford. Since then, the rafts have been paddled from sea to shining sea. Bobby Bauer, welcome to Camping Out. Hey man, thanks for having me. That, that, uh, that's well written. You made me sound good like I knew what I was getting into. That's, uh, <laughs> that's all right. Appreciate it. It writes itself, man. It's, it's good to see you. We were kind of uh, recollecting a couple of times that we've gotten to meet uh, in person before I got on here. So it, it's nice in this time of not seeing friendly faces to to see a friendly face yeah yeah i kind of miss the uh the trade shows and getting together with all the friends from around the country and around the world for that matter mm-hmm. it's been a little different but um i've got to say that the uh the covid corona craziness is um dang good for the uh bat raft business we're about <laughs> uh, about as busy as you could possibly get so people are figuring it out get the hell out of the city and go to the river yeah, throw a couple of people on a rubber raft and it's pretty easy to uh, socially distance. Right. Right on. Well, I'd love to take uh, the first couple of minutes here for you to introduce yourself and uh, just your background, where you're from, what you've done, uh, and then kind of how you got involved with uh, Rocky Mountain Rafts. Yeah, man, I'm, uh, I grew up in West Virginia and um, started was well, started going rafting when I was a kid with my with my folks. And, um, you know, by the time I turned 18, I was in, it was in college, you know, I needed a part time job. And that seemed like the logical move to uh, go from college classes to guide and rafts. And yeah. I took it pretty serious in between, uh, you know, winters uh winter ski bumming and summertime raft bumming um you know i i never looked back i've been doing it since the mid 80s mm-hmm. so it's been a wild uh wild ride a lot of fun and i've been uh, blessed to work for some of the best outfitters in the country and moving around got to know a lot of really cool people in the industry and fell into this rocky mountain raft deal you know uh i was out skiing in park city actually for one winter and met this cat that said man have you seen the new rocky mountain rafts i was like no i never heard of it but um oddly enough i ran back into him a few months later and he uh he cooked me up with denny hugo which is the founder of rocky mountain rafts and 
I sent him an email and he was like, cool, man. Yeah. I'd love to come to West Virginia. What are you doing this weekend? And uh, I was like, come on out two days later, you know, he's hanging out sleeping on my couch. And um, we had a, yeah, we, we went boating and got to be friends and um, he's like, yeah, let's, let's, let's get some rafts back East so we could have a lot of fun. So I was selling rafts out of the back of my pickup truck and demoing boats and showing them off. And um, yeah, the, it's crazy. You know, that's 10 years and uh, it's crazy. You go on the river now and it's like, you know, you see more RMRs out there than basically any other model. Um, You know, it's, it's just, it's been nuts. It's been a fun trip. Absolutely. Yeah. The, the explosion of the brand has been really amazing to see. I mean, I'm seeing friends of mine from all over the place that are posting their RMR rafts, yeah. all different shapes and sizes going from fat cats to, you know, the bigger guys. And uh, my buddy, Nick Roberts, he runs a uh, the little like nine and a half footers and he just solos that thing pretty much everywhere, surfs it like crazy. Uh, yeah. So yeah, it's pretty amazing to see. Yeah. We've got some fun boats, you know, when we started out, you know, we had we had um, three three sizes, 12, 13, and 14, and two colors. We had blue and gray. And um, just thinking about what we have now, hell, you know, we've got 12 colors out this year, something like that. And I, I don't even know. I can't even count how many models we have. I'm lost with it. Right. It's wild, man. We've got, some, we've got a boat for about everybody. And, you know, most people can afford one. So that's been the mission is to try to get more people on the river. I wanted our T-shirts to say uh, – keeping America's rivers overcrowded since 2011, <laughs> but I figured it pissed people off during the time they're trying to get permits. All right. Yeah. <laughs> season. Oh boy. I hear you. Yep. Um, before we get too deep into the business, cause there's a lot of things I want to talk to you about that just because like the boats are so bomb proof. And uh, I, I was reading that the, it's kind of modeled after like the Southwest airlines aspect of business, but I wanted to um, just plug you a little bit in your background to like guiding and uh, what that community has meant to you, like what, as you got more involved uh, in like the guiding community and kind of, you know, fell in love with the river community, uh, what did your journey through that process look like? You know, I, I started, um, I started kind of in the heyday, you know, when I was still guiding bucket boats and right. um, it was a little bit wild west like, um, when I first got into it. So I saw the the wilder days that transitioned into the busiest days of the rafting boom back in, I guess, the late 90s and early 2000s. Um, you know, that's when it became, I, I guess we kind of moved through to where, where raft guiding became a profession and not just a drunken party. You know? <laughs> right. so, um, took it serious. So, you know, we, we I worked for a company called Class 6 River Runners and man, they were all about just professionalism and safety. And, um, you know, I was really proud of how we were kind of trendsetters, even on a national level and, uh, just stepping the game up and, yeah. um, you know, cleaning the act up a little bit. And, uh, we still had a heck of a lot of fun, but you know, it was, it became, uh, it became serious as guy, as a, as a real job could be guiding rafts in the summer. We made it serious. So, so it's been a lot of fun. I've, uh, worked, uh, up to through a trip leader. I've been a general manager, uh, river manager, operations manager. I ran one of the, the West Virginia, um, 
trade associations called WePro. So got into the kind of the background political and government access aspects of the, of the industry. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, we've really made rafting in West Virginia, you know, we've, we've taken it real serious and taken it to the next level. It's a, it's a real deal. It's recognized. And I think there's many States, you know, throughout the United States that, the state's like, yeah, man, we need these rafters to come in. They spend a lot of money. They're cool. They don't they don't tear anything up. And so, uh, you know, it's been wild to watch it transition throughout throughout the last several decades. Right. And where we're at now, we're still having fun on the river. I I don't do too many commercial trips um, for whitewater. I've I've kind of stepped back. I, I like to float fish and drink beer. So <laughs> I have a fishing outfitter. It gets me out of the office onto the river a good bit. Right. That's a good deal. That's a good deal. Yeah. Now, all the facets that you've been in, you know, from from uh, amateur guide to uh, you know, general managing these different outfits. Do you have like a, would your favorite spot still be, I guess, as you recollect on these thoughts being in the back of the raft or is it more, did you enjoy the other side of things too, getting everybody else out there and kind of facilitating the, the no, circus? Man, you know, back, you know, those years where we were so busy, got, you know, just gotten trips and, you know, goof, 57 days in a row, never get a day off, um, you know, back-to-back multi-day trips and stuff. That was fun. We, uh, we had a heck of a good time and, you know, it's it's still having a good time, but, you know, it was just, um, I would look at those days when the numbers were doing really good. And um, I think this whole pandemic is turning that around and people are realizing that we need to get out and play more. Yeah. And um, last year, even with all the craziness and face masks and hand washing, the raft numbers in a lot of the places in the U.S. were up. Right. So that's a cool thing. And the recreational boater numbers are through the roof. Right. So we're getting people out on the river and sharing the love. And that brings up a really good point uh, of that. We have all these beautiful places and everybody's like getting sucked out to them now. And you hear like the two sides of the coin argument. Uh, some people are really stoked to see, you know, the overcrowded rivers. I'm one of those people. I love to see the people out there because then they're connected to it. Then they fall in love with it. And they have that same connection that like someone like you or I has where we want to protect these places. Uh, we have the other side of the coin where people are a little bit hesitant to share those outdoor spaces. And it's like, Oh my gosh, this used to be a surf wave where there was five people. Now there's 50 people. Um, I guess, what do you see or any advice to people who, who see that and maybe they're on the side of the coin that is a little bit more gatekeepery for those outdoor spaces. Yeah. I think, I think what we're going to see is an ebb and flow in the whole outdoor industry. I think mountain bike trails where you used to not see anybody hiking trails, same thing. I think it's going to, the numbers are going to pick up and I think people just have to adjust to it and groove with it. You know, if you get pissed off, then you're not going to have any fun. So (laughs) I've always, you know, I'm as social as anybody gets. I love seeing floating down the river on a, on those Saturday where it's wall to wall people. And I know most of them, I'm like, what up? You know, so I'm all about the crowds, I guess. I mean, if you want to get lost, you can still get lost. It does. It makes it harder to get permits and find a place to park. And, you know, change is inevitable. Nobody really loves it. But, you know, you see that that those peaks and, and valleys. And I think we're just peaking out. And I think we're going to continue to see the whitewater and outdoor numbers just keep climbing. So, my, you know, my, I would recommend 
And I would tell anybody, I said, if you're pissed off about it, I was like, dude, you could be digging a ditch. So uh, <laughs> make the best of it and offer him a beer and uh, wave and say, what up? You know? Right, right. Now transitioning back to Rocky Mountain Rafts. Uh, so you guys started out in 2011, right? Yes, sir. That was the first year that we were actually uh, selling boats. Right. We didn't sell many. And they weren't that good, to be honest with you. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's a learning process. And gosh, I mean, we were just, just talking with Julie. She's actually the general manager now. I, I, uh, I'm not, I don't hold that title anymore. It was just too heavy. Um, yeah. She's GM. And we, we just said this morning, it's like, well, yeah, you know, hey, we, we mess up. We learn. And uh, we just keep getting better at it. So it's constantly evolving. And, you know, 2011, yeah, boats weren't like, weren't great. And we, we put them out there and man, we just uh, continue to throw changes and ideas. Uh, we've got our mainline boats where I'm really proud of every boat on the line. Um, you know, we've, we've tweaked them, changed them. If there's better chemicals that we can put in the fabric to make them better for UV or better welding technology. We've always went the extra mile. We'll throw a few bucks at it and try to make them better. We're not ever going to cut corners right? Um, to save money. We've every, every change that we've made in RMR has been to make the boats better and they drive well, you know, and I, I never claim that we have the best boat out there, but we have the best uh, value raft out there. Right. And we talked about that. People can afford it. And, and um, I'm proud of them. That's for sure. I sell them to friends and family and don't feel bad about it every day. <laughs> right. Yeah. And that, that's a beautiful <laughs> thing. The thing that I guess I think is really cool is that, you know, you have like your established raft brands and that's what a lot of people go with. And you have like the higher, like really high end rafts and you see a lot of outfitters go with, with those. And so like you're kicking the door down to this thing in 2011, where you have brands that have been there since, you know, the beginning of the rafting and they've grown with right. people and people are like, I don't know, brand loyal. Like me, I, I love my Patagonia jackets. Like I'm going to buy a Patagonia jacket. I, yeah. And so, um, you kind of, you've kind of like developed this cult following of, of rap, river people in uh, in 10 years which yeah. is amazing i've never really thought of it that way but uh, you're exactly right it is um you know you see social media stuff or the pages like on facebook r1 r2 boaters and we own that thing it's yeah just that, and those people are super prideful they're proud of their rmrs and um, they'll they'll argue with people about it, you know. And uh, you know, I, I love the guys at Moravia and Highside and Air and NRS. I get along with all of them. They're all my friends. And um, you know, we're I, I remember those trade shows and festivals where people look at it like, who are these guys, you know? And um, yeah, we're the real deal now. I, you know, it's uh, you got to make it through a couple a couple years of tough years, and uh, we just kept plugging at it. And um, we had some really lucky ideas and I'd, I'd say we're probably lucky more than anything <laughs> hey, <laughs> that's half of it man and um and uh, had a really stuck to a really good business model to run the company smart you know we uh moved the warehouse to west virginia now we got a really big we bought an old grocery store it's like twenty five thousand square feet but um you know we just it didn't pennies on the dollar of any other place in the u.s we just fell into it. it's like hey we can we can have this really nice warehouse and you know pass the savings on to our customers so trying to do things right and uh 
not get too greedy. And that's what's made it really successful, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The last time I saw you, actually, you guys had just come out with the ducky. And you're like, you got to come see this ducky. You got to come see this ducky. And I came over and the thing was bomb proof. I was like, wow, another cool, innovative boat that puts you guys in literally every market. You guys got the tubes, you got the big boats, you got the small boats, you got pretty much everything. And what I really love about them is the, is like the triple welded PVC pipes and uh, the D rings are absolutely bomb proof uh, because, you know, you're attaching throw ropes and you got to unpin rafts. And like the worst thing you can have happen is to have those damn D rings come busting off of your boats. Uh, yeah. Without a doubt. Like, you know, to, to go back to 2011, they, they, we had, um, they, they all came off. So we started, <laughs> <laughs> you know, hey, well, you know, they all fell off, but uh, we took care of all those people. We still continue to take care of them. And we you know we tried to put our customer service up the level up high and, and uh, you know, there's people that are going to, fall through the cracks, but not many. I wish we try really hard to uh, do the right thing. And, um, you know, the radio frequency weld and that stuff, they, they're not going to go anywhere. They, you'll break the, you'll break the rope usually before you pull the weld off. That's for yeah. sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's a beautiful thing. And you're, you're t- going back a lot to like the, the culture and like the business model. And I read on your guys's website that it's, you know, loosely based off of the Southwest airlines, which for a long time was like, you know, give the people, uh, the cheapest airline fares with a great experience and great customer service. Is that pretty much exactly what the. It really was, you know, we, you, you know, when you're used to fly Southwest and the, the girl up that was giving you the safety belt and uh, trade speech with cutting jokes. And, you know, you call me on the phone, you get the same type of treatment. It's not real, uh, real corporate America kind right. of uh, lifestyle you know you know we we like to have fun so that you know that's what um i've always said if we ain't having fun we're not going to do it so you know being affordable keeping running the business smart and that's what made southwest airlines kick ass and right. and that's one of one of the reasons that and just having really innovative products and you know fun colors you know i think people are sick of blue boats you know there's yes. a million of them out there so you're like this year we came out with that electric raspberry it's psycho it is psycho that's the best <laughs> word i've heard to describe it i saw it come up on instagram and i was like holy smokes people are going to go apeshit for this yeah it's um they are it's selling like crazy there's nothing any nobody you know air has some really fun colors and bravey does too but um this thing is just it's it's off the chart it's crazy so you're either gonna love it or hate it and um, <laughs> you know my uh, i know guys that love it and girls that love it so it's it's out there it's uh but it'll be fun we're getting more of those rolling in the new ik-126 is in the and that's uh I got one in the shop and yeah, my kids are crazy about it. I got to buy both of them a new IK this year now. So right. you can have the hot color. Right. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, now with, with all the colors, I have to ask if you have a personal favorite one. God, you know, I just, uh, I, I think I own one of each. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, you know, I, last year we came out with that um, sandstone color, yeah. that puke brownish gold green weird color, mm-hmm. and I changed all my outfitter boats. I really like it. It's all, it's so ugly. It's cool, but I, you know, I I guess that right now is maybe my favorite color still. And uh, you know, it's just something that's so 
so out there. Yeah. Um, we've been talking about next year's color. Of course, I'd tell you what it is, but I have to kill you. Uh, we don't want that. No, no, no. We'll keep it on the download. Let's get everybody excited about it here. This okay. is like the hype. <laughs> but we're, you know, we'll keep rolling out new colors. It, it's a little bit hard for, you know, for inventory management and stuff like that. But dang, it's just so cool to have something to see people get jazzed about. Right. Right. And, uh, you know, our boats, um, our boats are like rabbits, you know, they reproduce. So we get, we get boats out on a river. You saw it up, uh, up North Wildman and stuff, you know, you get a few boats on a river. Next thing you know, you sell 300 boats up there in that area. So we're not just in Colorado anymore, where if you go to Tennessee or Georgia or Maine or California, you know, they're, they're everywhere. I've seen them out here in Montana yet. Yeah. Yeah. We tons. We have several dealers in Montana uh, we sell a lot of a lot of fishing boats and big gear boats and stuff yeah. out there. The small boats are starting to catch on in Montana. Yeah, yeah. There's a, uh, a growing and developing whitewater community out here, which is pretty cool to, to yeah, see. Yeah, for sure. Uh, you've mentioned fishing a couple times, uh, both uh, for yourself and for uh, getting out to fishing outfitters. And you guys are uh, looking like you're getting some frames in for doing a little yeah. rowing. Uh, that's that's pretty exciting. Cool kind of a big deal. Um, you know, Denny and I talked about it for years and, um, he, um, travels around Colorado and they out West a lot. And one of our good friends said Colorado frame supply in Salida. And, um, the old Carter was, uh, kind of looking for a change. He has some family back East and Denny convinced him to, uh, sell out to Rocky mountain rafts. So, uh, Rocky Mountain Rafts and Colorado Frame Supplies uh, kind of join forces. And then our big old warehouse gro- slash grocery store slash frame <laughs> manufacturing shop, um, we have uh, got totally set up. They're, they got pipe, pipe benders and, you know, it's it's a full-on raft frame manufacturing uh, facility. We're just uh, waiting on raw materials, the, the aluminum pipe. It's really hard in 2021 to get right. um get supplies but uh mm-hmm. you know we're looking just a few weeks we'll be cranking frames out um where we've got a waiting list and um we're accepting you know people to get on that so we're building frames specific for all of our rafts so we'll have everything from a uh two a couple different styles of frames for a fat cat a thundercat a storm all the way up to you know five bay frames for 16 foot boats and 18 foot boats cataracts the whole deal and once um once we get these things rolling you know we're, we'll be selling packages and may trying to make it easy for consumers you know where you can just get online and get frame or straps poly deck drop sacks the whole deal yeah. one click one stop shop set up be a little more challenging this year because it is hard to get stuff but um we we uh we're ahead of the curve and we're really stoked to have these new frames it's going to be it's going to be kind of cool that's super so, cool. Yeah. And they're, they're high tech. They're, they're top of the line, you know, schedule 40, 60, 61 anonymized aluminum and all the fancy fittings and stuff. So <laughs> they'll be pretty. Absolutely. We like to hear that. We like to hear yeah. that. Now yeah. we've talked a lot about like the cool, successful things and uh, you know, all the ways I call it the, uh, the art of running downhill hill. I stole that from Matthew McConaughey in his book, <laughs> yeah. Lights, the art of running downhill. And he said, sometimes you got to do all you can do to not trip yourself up. 
Mm-hmm. And in your in your time, we talked a little bit about how like the boats in 2011 weren't top of the line. They're not the standard that they are now. But what were some of the other you know roadblocks or struggles or you know trip ups that you guys have experienced since you've uh, started the brand? You just want to talk about the ones that happened today? Yeah, let's hear, let's hear it. <laughs> <laughs> because I can screw some good list today. <laughs> <laughs> no, we, you know, it's growing pains, you know, like, uh, you know, we've been growing, I mean, truly on average, probably 25% a year, which is crazy yeah. this year, <clears throat> you know, it's a couple hundred percent or something ridiculous. So, so there's always stumbling box. And that's the thing about working with Denny Hugo. He's probably the coolest cucumber there is, man. He's laid back a this morning, I said, boy, I screwed one up. I, I, I built 10 wrong boats and for this out there, blah, blah. And he's like, oh, well, you know, you know, his, his deal is like, well, at least you aren't flying airplanes. And not going <laughs> to kill anybody. And, um, you know, he's a pilot. So he's so laid back. But, you know, we try really hard to do the right thing, make not make mistakes. But when you get so busy and you grow so fast, um, Every now and then you get a reality check, you know, so you build some birds of the wrong color boats or something. We just take care of the people, you know, no matter what it takes. If it takes sending people across the country with a truck, we're going to do it. We're going to make it right. And that's that's what's going to keep a business running successful. It's not about how many times you screw up. It's about how well you fix it when you screw up, because it's inevitable. I, I will promise you I'll screw up six to eight more times this week. Right. Um, then, then I'm really good at get fixing it. <laughs> Getting back <laughs> you know, on the horse. Yeah, get up and shake it off and do it again. Um, but you know, we uh we're we we are trying to we're trying to keep in check and do what we do right before we we grow outside of our comfort zone. So, you know, every year, you know, we we could introduce five new models. I have a book of stuff that I'd like to build. Yeah. But uh you know, we're going to continue to try to be consistent uh, with a good growth and um, get it dialed in right. Like this whole frame deal, you know, yep. we're not going to bite off more than we can chew the first year. We're going to build, for, build, you know, a few hundred. It'll be, it'll be a lot of frames, but we're not just wide open custom frame shop like a lot <laughs> of the people out there. Well, right. we'll do frames for our boats and they'll fit other rafts. You know, if you have a high side or Moravian, you know, you can buy one of ours and fit on them. Um, but these things are really engineered and drawn and laid out for the RMR boats because hopefully all of our customers are going to come back to us and buy a frame and outfit the boats, take the kids on the river, do float trips and stuff, you know. So so it was a logical move, but um, I guarantee you there'll be stumbling blocks uh um, every day of getting these things rolled out and right. uh, we'll mess it up and we'll, uh, we'll call them up and we'll be humble about it and we'll fix it and make it right. Great answer. Yeah. I've, I've interacted with several of uh, the people at the RMR team and I'm, I'm, I guess floored is, is the right way to say it because it's not often you interact with a brand or a company and everybody is kind of in the same space. And the way you just described, like how you handle it, you know, humbly shake yourself off, stand up, say, Hey, we did this. We're going to make it right. Like everybody I've interacted from your social media team uh, to like Julie and like to yourself, Molly was great in, in setting up this, this podcast. Um, is that part of like the, the culture that you guys have created there? Or is it just like so many like-minded minds coming together, just kind of melded that way? Man, I think a lot of that is, goes back to getting lucky. We've, um, 
you know, we've, we've hired just great people all the way across. We've, you know, when, uh, you know, there's been plenty of people that will call and send resumes, look for a job, but pretty much we've handpicked everybody that works there out of our, of, you know, we have, we have family and friends and it's a pretty tight unit. Everybody, everybody at RMR I've known for, oh God, I mean, I, you know, that for, for as long as I can remember <laughs> me and Julian, I have 30 some years. Yeah. Of course we were, we were only like five years old then. Um <laughs> You know, but, you know, even like Molly's one of the newest and um, we go way back. She was guide training and I was part-time bartending and trip leading at the rafting company. And she married her her bar romance that, uh, you know, <laughs> I sent them to tequila shots. And I remember, yeah, I remember getting them together. So, so it's, we, were, we were pretty tight. We've, we hired uh we hired people that we know and we know their reputations and personalities and how they would combine to fit into the culture of the company. Mm -hmm. And, um, so yeah, we've got a pretty cool little group of people. And then, you know, every day, every now and then you're going to get people, you know, flipping each other off or something, but at the end of the day, we'll have a cold beer and, and, uh, we used to get to travel a hell of a lot more. We had a lot, there was a lot of fun, but yeah, that'll happen again. Yeah. Sounds like family over there. Flip each other off, drink a beer. We got a tight group. It's pretty fun. Hey, campers. I've got a pretty cool opportunity I wanted to tell you about real quick. Wildman Adventure Resort, the amazing multi-sport outdoor recreation paradise that I started my own guiding career at, is hiring for the 2021 season. If you've ever been interested in possibly becoming a guide or you're a guide looking for an opportunity to get in with the largest whitewater outfitter in the Midwest, here is your shot. To apply, check out wildmanresort.com slash jobs. That's wildmanresort.com slash J-O-B-S. And when you fill out that application, make sure to mention that you heard about this from the Camping Out podcast. Tell them Dan sent you. I want to touch on... So you're, you're pretty hands-on in like the design and creation of these boats, which I'm sure after like being around rafting for so long, is pretty freaking cool. Uh, in the creative process, like, do you feel like, what does that bring out into you that other things haven't, you know, you, you, you see something, you put it down. I guess my example is uh, I love the 16 foot rafts you guys built and I love them because they're so rocked up on the ends as a guide, you got that beautiful seat to, uh, to look and see everything that's coming in. You've got this big raft full of people, which is always fun. And then the front of that boat, that thing punches everything. It's insane. It's a great boat. So I'm looking at that. I'm like, how come nobody else is doing this? You know, why is no one else building this beautiful of a boat? Well, you know, I uh, I tell people all the time I I, I failed out one at one of the best engineering schools in the country. You know, I, I, you run out of classes uh, to take on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday because I wouldn't miss golly season. Right. So I had to quit my engineering uh, uh, future, and it's kind of funny. I fell right back into it. So you know that boat you're talking about, the 16 foot, we call it the peak. And um, I'm proud as heck of that boat. I, I worked on it. I think, I don't know if I had a, a, a stack of drawings and tweaks and we'd build a boat and we'd drive it and my dad, my friends drive it. And 
it took a while. And Denny said, Denny said it to me one time. We were at a trade somewhere. I don't know if we were in China or Utah, wherever. He's like, <laughs> well, you know, there's only so many things you can do to a raft. And I was like, hmm. I took that as kind of a challenge. I was like, how yeah. many things can I do to a raft? So that particular boat, um, you know, it's, it is, an, I, I love the boat. You know, it's a 16 foot boat and it drives easy. Like it drives like a 13 footer. It yeah. turns fast. It's killer. It rows well. And um, so I took that as a challenge. You know, we, it's, it's not easy to reinvent the wheel. It's pretty damn easy to go out there and um, take a boat from one of your competitors and copy it. Right. But to take something and take an idea and say, okay, we want to make a boat that's good for all the rivers at high water, at low water, put a bunch of people in it. We're going to make this for an outfitter boat. And uh, it's challenging as hell. But, um, you know, it it took three years to get that boat right. Right. But it's it's right. And uh, it is. We sell a bunch of them, and um, you know, actually, I'm surprised we don't sell more. I think the the size scares people off. Yeah, but um, I would rather paddle boat that 16 footer than the 14. It drives easier. It's really sporty and really fun. Yeah. So yeah, the 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 designs are fun, and I, I mess up a bunch of them. I mean, the the only one I ever got right was the fat cat. <laughs> fat cat, which was, you got uh, right. That's a work of yeah. art too. That was the first I mean, I never had to do any changes. The first the first drawing, the first prototype, I went to the factory in China, and we have a kick-ass factory, great relationship with these people. They're good friends of ours, and, mm-hmm. you know, we're blessed to have them. And uh, we went over and built that boat, and I sat in, and we ch- made changes there. And when I got the boat back, and it was like, you know, February, right this time of year, February, you know, we're all in dry suits and running it with a bunch of my shredder friends. Yeah. And like, this thing is sweet. And so, yeah. like, all right, well, let's build them. Right. Let's build them. So, you know, and I think, I don't know. I think Denny said, all right, we'll build 50 and see how it goes. I was like, I could sell them in two weeks. He goes, oh, yeah. you cannot. I sold them in like a week and a half. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Now we'll sell, we'll sell 50 of them in a week sometimes. So it's a hot boat. It's a lot of fun. Another one that's super affordable. I called it like the old Henry Ford, the boat for the people, you know, just. Yeah a boat that's super affordable and portable and, you know, versatile. You can go big water, little Creek and stuff, R1, put a frame on it. It's just a hell of a boat. It can do a lot. Actually on your guys's website, if you scroll down a little bit, it's me and my friend Brock and we're fist pumping. Is that you? That's me. Yeah. And the green fat cat with our, you know, we're just so stoked. So that's a killer picture. I love that. uh, We'll make sure you get uh, your check for uh, (laughs) Rocky Mountain model there. Get some royalties. Yeah. Yeah. Some of my favorite river days have been out in those fat cats. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Yeah. It's been fun. You know, we got that, that new IKs fund. That same thing, you know, you build these things, it comes, you know, you never know how it's going to turn out, but um, we've got lucky a few times. We screwed the pooch a few times and um, (laughs) We'll, we'll keep we'll keep building them we got some fun stuff out there and i've got prototypes in the shop and you know we that's that's really one of the most fun parts of the whole deal is coming up with something new and saying man people love it you know like the the thunder cloud that's a collaboration of a lot of people starting mm-hmm. with the cloud nine and we built it bigger super hot boat right right so yeah. and then the, you know the storm is just stupid. It it's <laughs> got to be the best selling boat on the planet. You know, yeah. Just, there's they're everywhere. How see more of those on, than anything? I was on the Nolichucky last year, last uh, year before last somewhere. Where we drop in 
to catch this eddy. And I look around, I can't remember what rapid we were at, but uh, I counted 13 storms in one eddy. Yeah. I was like, damn. That's going to be a proud yeah. moment. Yeah, I, I'm pretty stoked. You're like a proud father looking at all your little raft babies. <laughs> that was pretty slick, man. So, oh, cool. yeah. Uh, into the last couple questions here. I want to respect your time and uh, I know you got some stuff going on tonight, but is there anything that we haven't touched on that you wanted to talk about? Damn, I don't know. I can't remember that far. What, what we talked about? Um, <laughs> I wasn't but, taking uh, good notes. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. You know, we're we're uh, we're pretty uh, pretty stoked about the year. Uh, you know, it's February twenty second, and I had uh, six hundred and forty nine phone calls today. People wanting rafts. Um, that usually those kind of numbers don't really uh, usually start kicking in until May. Yeah. Um, and uh, so I'll tell all our friends out there in RMR land, if you're looking for a boat, it's uh, probably not a bad idea to start start getting on a list. <laughs> it's uh, they're going fast every, right. every across the board. And, um, you know, every company mountain bikes or backpacks. And I've talked with different manufacturers today from parts of the country that are, you know, struggling to keep keep products. So. Um, it's going to be a weird and wild one. So, um, hopefully we can do our, uh, what we will do our best to get our boats in. We have lots of, lots of boats being built and, um, we have lots of boats on the way and, uh, we'll keep slinging them out there and making them, uh, making it possible for people to get out on the river, you know? So if you're looking at, if if you want a boat in June, but get it on order now right. it'd probably be the best advice right and because uh, it's, it's it's a weird and wild year well with all the momentum you guys have i mean you know your mission statement's pretty clear uh you know build build these rafts affordably and and fill the river with these people um as far as like a moonshot goes for you guys you know like a 10-year plan what's that look like man i tell you what um I think I think I've already answered that for the most part is to keep it slow and steady and to do what we do well before we jump into anything crazy. Um, I mean, we've talked, you know, we've talked about, you know, building new products. Of course, there's there's markets that we 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 think that are have a lot of potential. Mm-hmm. Um and uh, we move into, you know, fishing is definitely one of those that, you know, we're, we focused on with the drop stitch floor boats and things. Um, there's, there's just a lot of segments of the business. If you pick it apart and say, you know, Hey, there's nobody doing this. Cause quite frankly, that's how Denny, when he looked at all the brands out there back in 2009, 2010, whenever he was really thinking about this deal, you know, you had what you call your high-end boats, and then you had your low. Uh, I'll say it nicely. You know, you know, I wouldn't. I don't want to call it junk, but your really cheap-ass boats. Yeah. There was nothing in the middle. Right. So by finding that 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 sweet spot in the middle, that's where Rock, Rock, Rocky Mountain rolled out. And I think what was the first year the fourteen footers were like. 2300 bucks or something like that and mm-hmm. with 
it's like wow that's killer you know yeah so and uh, the price started and you know and then it took took us a while to get the quality control and everything you know worked out so it's it's really hard to tell where where that moonshot's going um I've got. I'm. I'm excited to see some of the the ideas come to fruition, and um, you just never know how we we might come out with a whole new Whitewater Act uh, that nobody's <laughs> ever seen before. It wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise. It wouldn't me. surprise me either. <laughs> it keeps me up at night. <laughs> All right, let's move on into our final five questions here. First okay. one is easy, Bobby. Where can test? we find? Well, we won't. We won't do a test for you. you know it's been a, okay. a manic Monday. <laughs> uh, where can we find you guys on social media? And is there anything that you uh, you want to plug here at the end of the show? Oh yeah, man, go check it out. Um, Molly does a great job, and we all pump a lot of stuff. We have. We have, and I love the, that you said a cult following because that is so true. We have people that are so into the brand. They share mm-hmm. the love with us. If you have some good content, you know, we're all over Facebook and Instagram. We have all the other ones, but I think those two are the ones that we really focus with and get the most, uh, the you know, the most cool sharing and stuff, um, you know, read on mountain buzz uh but the facebook and instagram are great love having people share um all your adventures with us we'll make you we'll make you famous mm-hmm. and uh yeah it's it's that's a lot of fun yeah and you guys do a really good job of it too so if you guys are looking for cool accounts to follow i mean and the colors of the rafts and these dramatic landscapes it's it's really cool it's been amazing to, to follow on yeah the pictures will make you want to go boating yeah man i'm itching yeah 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 all right, number two, Bobby. This one's about you. What is your favorite outdoor activity and why? Oh man, you got I gotta I I gotta say uh smallmouth fishing the lower New River Gorge. There's uh there's nothing better. It's just that I yeah, I'm a big fan of Southern West Virginia and the New River. It's uh it's an amazing place. Um smallmouth bass on a six weight fly rod. <sighs> Cold beer, sunny day, no humidity. My hot wife in the front of the boat, or in the even better, her rowing me. There you uh, go. Um, that would be like dream day. I could, I, I, I need one. I need one. <laughs> that sounds like heaven right there. <laughs> Great answer. Uh, number three, this might be the similar answer. Uh, where is your favorite place that you like to go to outdoors? You know, I like, I like, I have a buddy from Maine. He's a trip. And, mm-hmm. um, and uh, I have to steal this from here, from him. Uh, and this is, I just like being where the fish are. So yeah. I don't give a damn if I'm catching them. I don't care if I'm in a raft or a jet boat or a sailboat. I just, I don't know, the beach, you know, mm-hmm. I just like being where the fish are. Great. So anywhere near water, <laughs> I'm happy. I yeah. used to be a hardcore powder hound, but my knees hurt. I don't know, I don't, you know. Yeah, too many too many ski days for me. I had to slow down a little bit. <laughs> right, right. Too many big falls, and you want to go be a fish. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this one's a little tricky. Uh, what is something that you see today as a blessing that in the moment you might have saw as a mistake? Ooh, that is a tough one. Oh, you know, 
I've never made any mistakes. So that's why I knew this would be a tough one for you. <laughs> no, I make mistakes all the time. You know, that's, that's really tough one. I, you know, I've been blessed so much as I don't even know where to start. You know, I'm, mm-hmm. I, I get to do what I love. Um, and, uh, you know, I have, uh, I have slowed down a little bit at RMR and pursue, you know, focusing on my own businesses. And I kind of worried about that, but, uh, um, you know, we have such a good team that, uh, you know, one, I'm, I'm happier to, to be able to share my, my time with my family. So I guess mm-hmm. that'd probably be the, the best blessing that I was really scared about was to take a step back and trust others to continue doing at RMR what I started. Yeah, that can be really scary too. And then, yeah. you know, yeah. all these things you worry about, but the the doors that it can open up, the family time sure. and stuff like that. Yeah, man, cool. we have a good time. So, yeah, sleep a lot better. And uh, yeah. you know, I st- I'm still there every day. So, all right, yeah. all right. Uh, before question number five, Bobby, I just want to acknowledge you and uh, Team RMR for doing something that I think is really cool, and that's making outdoor equitable for a lot of people, for uh, for having a mission that supports bringing more people into the outdoors. I think we need that across the board, uh, bringing every single person, race, creed uh, that can get out there and showing them why you know like we fell in love with this and, and providing the tools and uh, some badass rafts to be a part of that. So I, I love your mission. I love the, you know what you've done and everybody over there at the team. So thank you guys for what you do. Well, thanks for having us on this uh, this show. It's been fun, man. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm empty, so I need to go get me a cold one, and I'll let you do the same. <laughs> All right. Well, you got one more question. You oh, ready? I do. Yeah, Damn. number five. Number five. I can't count. When it's all said and done, we're sitting by a campfire, and, and hopefully we've got full beers at this point. Without a doubt. And you're long gone, though. We're talking about your legacy. What do you okay. hope that we're talking about? Oh, God. There's going to, I mean, I I guarantee you there'll be, uh, there'll be uh, stories recirculating in a hydraulic at a river near you. (laughs) Um, uh, I, uh, I've done a lot of stupid shit. So um, I'm, I'm sure a lot of that'll be remembered Mm -hmm. and um, you know, hopefully, you know, my kids will keep doing this kind of get into this kind of business and keep showing people a good time. And uh yeah, I hope I, I just hope we can share a lot of fun stories. I, I think that's what it's all about, just uh, sharing stories and sharing experiences. And remember that time we were above lava in 92 or, you know, so yeah. that's, um, you know, having lots of friends. I think uh, the person with the most friends at the end wins. It's yep. even better than gear. <laughs> I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. Cheers, Bobby. I appreciate you, man. Brother, thank you, man. Great yes. talking to you. We'll, we'll catch you when things uh, sort out of here around the crazy world that we're yeah, in. Yeah, hope to see you in real life real soon. And um, if anybody has any questions, comments, I'm not hard to find. You can just get on the old RMR website and uh, click on me. We'll send them your way. Right on, buddy. Thanks, Appreciate man. you, man. Yeah, have a good yeah. night. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. And that is that for this episode of Camping Out with Bobby Bauer and Rocky Mountain Rafts. What a fun guy. I've had the opportunity to meet Bobby just a few times, and every time I just remember feeling happy and feeling joyous, and that's the energy that that guy puts out into the world. So having the opportunity to sit down virtually and have a fun conversation was incredibly fun for me, and I hope you enjoyed it as well. If you did enjoy it, make sure to go ahead and share it on your social media, tag the Camping Out podcast as well so we know that you enjoyed it, and then share it with family and friends. 
I am always looking for suggestions or ideas for where to take the next episode or who to talk to or who maybe you find interesting. So if you have a suggestion, please email me at campingoutwithdan at gmail.com or slide into the DMs on social media. I am incredibly grateful for all of those of you who sit by the campfire with us every week. What is something that you're grateful for today? Remember, adventure comes to those who go.